Hey guys, this is the Best of Dree Show. I am back and I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, spiritual warfare. One of the things that I have been experiencing with spiritual warfare is basically, for well, let's start from the beginning. The first thing that I want to talk about is what the definition of spiritual warfare is. Um, in basic layman terms, spiritual warfare is when you have an angel on one side of your body and a devil on one side of your body, and they are both whispering things in your ear, and it becomes a little bit difficult to discern what is good and what is just versus what is not good and just. Um, one of the things you may also experience in that is a lot of anxiety. Um, your anxiety is heightened, your flight or fight, or however you say it, your fight flight is on and is on full throttle. So you may see people start to gravitate toward you more and they may be a little bit more, you know, just emotionally attached to you. And it becomes hard for you to just, you know, set aside time for yourself. You find yourself fighting other people's battles and you have to understand that those battles are not yours. They're for the Lord. Your own battles are not even yours. They are for the Lord. And the devil will play so many mind games. There will be lots of trickery, lots of uh, uh, visuals. There will be lots of just trauma coming up. The devil will always try to remind you of your past because he sees that the Lord is working for you. He sees that the Lord is working on you. So I just want you guys to understand that there is a weapon a weapon that you can use to fight against the wills of the devil and his plots and his plans are automatically canceled when you put on that armor of God you put on the shield of righteousness and the breastplate of righteousness and you put on your feet you allow your feet to walk in the light of God and you become somebody new scripture um I am in Ephesians 4 and it talks about spiritual gifts. Um, I have the NVJ version of the Bible. Feel free to use whatever version you're comfortable with. But one of my, uh, this is how I kind of stay weaponed up and girded. Um, it says, when he ascended on high, he led captivity captive and he gave gifts to men. God will give you gifts. And I'm so thankful for the gifts that I have. One of my gifts that I've always been very vocal about was my ability to read people. I feel like I have that gift because I'm able to kind of pick up on energy. And when I'm able to pick that energy up, it gives me better uh, discernment on if I should allow this person in. If this person is going to be a temporary version of themselves for me. Um, am I going to allow this person to come into my life and shake some things up? Or am I going to allow this person to come into my life and show me why they should not be there? Because um, people will do that. People will come into your life and they will show you exactly why they weren't supposed to be there in the first place. You may not get that lesson for years, but you will get that lesson. And one of the things that I am learning also is to just give myself grace even when people do me wrong. Um, last year, 
I definitely went through a storm. I felt like everything around me was crumbling in front of my face and I had no power to stop it. Um, I mentioned before in my introduction that I was in a 12-year relationship. That 12-year relationship had its ups and downs like every other relationship, so I'm not going to speak completely bad on it. But last summer... Me and my ex were going through some things and he told me after four months of his um, child's mother being pregnant that he hid that she was pregnant and that he was in a relationship with her. I was completely taken back because we had kind of thought that we were going to be in a space of this is just a seasonal thing. We were going to work it out, but it did turn out to be a very terrible situation. In the midst of him telling me that, guys, my I lost my father. I lost my father to congestive heart failure. And it was a sudden thing because my father had just gone through that four months earlier. And even with him going through that four months earlier, he still had the strength to live on. And we just kind of were blindsided. We lost him 20 days exactly before Christmas. And then my ex told me that he had conceived his daughter in February. And I was still living in the house. We, I was still living in the house. I was still conducting myself like I always conduct myself. So I was just taken back for some of the things that he was doing and saying because I could not believe that that's where we were. Um... So the day that he told me about his child, I went over to his house to grab some things. And in the midst of grabbing some things, you can tell that he was just kind of on a high horse. He was completely antagonizing me. He was completely rude to me. He wouldn't allow me to get my things in peace. He took my phone. He slammed it on the ground and broke it. And guys, before I knew it, we had turned what was supposed to be a peaceful exchange into a physical altercation. And I just remember looking at this man in his eyes and screaming so loud, I hate you. I don't think I've ever been that filled up. My stomach was full of knots. My heart was full. I literally released that and I said, I hate you. And I know hate is a strong word, and it's some it's a word that's not of God and that we're not supposed to use, but that it's just the raw emotion I had at that moment. It was liberating to say, to let him know, I hate you. I hate what you're doing. I hate how you're acting. This man was literally treating me like we had not spent 12 years together. It was like we had it's, it was literally like he did not know me. And I had never felt so defeated. I've had times in my life where I felt defeated, but this was pure defeat. It was like, just, Lord, I don't know what you're doing, but I couldn't, I'm sorry, guys. I couldn't understand why this was happening to me. So I ended up sleeping at a friend's house. And during that transition is when I started pouring more and more and more to God. But I'm going to tell you something funny. One thing I noticed is that the more I 
tried to save that last relationship, the more God pulled it apart. He revealed, he removed, he revealed, he removed, he revealed, he removed. And he didn't just reveal and remove him. He revealed and removed a lot of people. It was like he literally took me out. He pruned me. He removed every bad apple from my tree. And he even had me deal with me. So in this season, I was put to deal with myself. And that is hard because I looked at myself as like, wow, you really can victimize or villainize. You really can have a harder goal or you can have a harder cold. You really have said some things out of your mouth that are just deplorable. And I felt like a horrible person. And that's what led to a lot of self-sabotaging and depression and anxiety. Um, I had anxiety about losing friends. I had anxiety about moving out here. I had anxiety about just being alone. But I remember a really good friend of mine told me that God was going to take me to a city and he was going to drop me there. And I think that this is where it's at. God is taking me to a city and he has dropped me here. And I've been able to explore the Lord more than I've ever had in that last city, which, you know, city equals house. I've been able to explore the Lord more than I ever had in that last situation. Now, since I'm seeing somebody who's seeking the Lord with me and no, he's not like well versed in the Lord, like, but who's to say he isn't, you know, he don't. He doesn't speak how I speak, but that doesn't mean he don't know more than I know. So I'm learning to be the student, whereas I've always been the teacher. And I think it's feeling great to know that I can listen because that's been my lesson this whole time is for me to be quiet and learn to listen. So I just wanted to jump on here and give you guys that word, give you guys that wisdom to say, hey, you can be the student. There's so many perks in being the student. And learn to listen to what God is trying to tell you. Learn to listen to where God is trying to take you. Learn that God is not always punishing you. He's showing you a situation so he can pivot you. And just constantly pray. You have to pray that the devil does not win because he will full on attack you if you're not girding in the truth. So I want to give you guys the weaponry. Um... You have to have a girded waist of truth. You have to have a breastplate of righteousness. You have to have your feet with preparation of the gospel and peace. You have to have a shield of faith. And that helps to block the fiery darts of the wicked one. You have to take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit. And you just have to pray and thank the Lord. You have to thank the Lord for everything that he is doing, everything that he is going to do. But most importantly, you have to thank the Lord for keeping you so you can keep seeking him because that's what he wants. He wants us to build that intimacy. He wants us to come to him. He wants us to sow our seeds. He wants us to fellowship. He wants us to be in community. He wants us to do things that are great. He doesn't expect perfection people that is where I get caught up the most trying to do everything in the great light of God and not realizing that I am still human and that I am going to mess up 
but God is here and he is giving me mercy. He is giving me grace. And I have to say that I am thankful for this prayerful life that I have now. I'm thankful that I don't put myself in situations where I'm constantly being ridiculed. I'm thankful that I don't put myself in situations where I'm constantly being scrutinized. And I just pray that everybody who is going through a dark season, that they come out and they come out so much stronger. I pray that you are covered by the blood and that you are able to rebuke, loose, bind, cast out, and just get rid of those spirits. Don't tap into anything that you're not supposed to get into. Don't open any doors that you're not supposed to open. And any fruit that has fallen from your tree, you let that die. And if God wants to rebring that back for you, he will. But don't rush it. In the name of Jesus, I hope that you guys are able to forgive those who have hurt you. And that those are, have forgiven you too. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen.